Hey everyone, Shea here, and today we are getting sexy on Wanna Be On Top with the gorgeous Sasha Colby. You are not going to want to miss this episode because we chat with Sasha about coming up in the early 2000s and what it means to be sexy, high school graduation, flop or flop. We talk about lessons in being sexy, and the stressful mini-challenge that Tyra puts the divas through. They're interesting, edgy photo shoots with Tyra, Fabio, and all things Continental. This is such a great key. You will not want to miss this one. Forever. Are top model fans born or made? Hey, I'm Shea Goulet, and welcome to Wanna Be On Top, a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, I'm joined by insatiable power bottom and top model expert Maxwell Esposito. Hey, Maxwell, what's up? Hello, Shay. You know, I'm just sitting here. I'm very excited. I don't know if you know this, but you are an influencer in so many ways. We uh-huh. we have finally ordered our countertop composter, and oh, I am wow. so excited. I saw you posting about yours and yelled at Julian. I was like, I told you we need to get one of these. Look who else has one. He was like, wow, you're right. We do need to get one. So, wow, y'all heard it here first. I influenced their decision in getting a countertop composter. Wow, my influence. I mean, (laughs) you're quite an inspiration to me and many others, clearly. I'm just excited to I'm just excited to put it all over my plants. I'm literally gonna have the greenest plants and uh the I'm yes I mean you could kind of see mine behind me a little bit today. They are like thriving my like um peace lily. She is really having a moment right now. Your plants are like, we love eating up chewed up eggshells. This is they, they so really, fun. The, let me tell you, the like times that we put compost in there and it's a lot of banana peels in eggshells, like the plants really be having the best time of their lives. So That's so good to know because I always eat eggs and I always eat bananas. So they're oh, going to... plants are going to be so happy. <laughs> oh my God, yay. Yes. Um, Well, let's get into some top model today because we have a very sexy episode to get into. The theme today is is sex. This is going to be so sexy. Okay, so this is the episode, The Girl Who Graduates. This top model episode is honestly... It's all over the place because we have, you know, conversation of graduation, you know, at the beginning and then sexiness at the end. So let's get into Brooke because Brooke is graduating high school. We all know she's the youngest. Which is sexy. 
mm-hmm. which is very, very sexy, um, if you ask me. Um, she is really upset that she is missing her high school graduation at the top of... She is really upset that she's missing her high school graduation. And at the top of the episode, she gets a care package from her family about, you know, like a graduation care package. Like, do we care? Like, is Brooke, should she be upset? Like, um, so when this was airing, um, I was, um, a senior in high school so I, too, was at this very particular moment in my life that Brooke was at. And mm-hmm. I couldn't have cared less about graduation. Graduation was something that I did. Well, not like the act of like making it through high school, but the ceremony was something that I did for my parents. Like, totally. It was important to them. Um, you know, it's like, I didn't, we all had like graduation parties after graduation on the same day. So it's not like I got to hang out with any of my friends. Um, cause we all were having graduation parties. So it was literally just hanging out with like my family. And I was like, Oh, great. I spent all this time at school with all these people and I can't even celebrate it with them after achieving this because um, I am obligated to um, hang out with like aunts and uncles. I didn't have a graduation party and it honestly felt great. I didn't necessarily get that cash uh, cow situation oh, that I probably, did, I loved but that. I also didn't have to deal <laughs> with the trauma of having to have that party. Um, I also think, you know, thinking about what you're saying, I'm totally in the same boat. I'm like, graduation was so whack. But also thinking about it now and all the kids that were deprived of graduating now as, like, dumb. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As, like, silly as it was to us, like, being there, I think, like, you know, I'm also thinking about, like, what are these kids? Like, what would these kids think if they were Brooke? Okay, so I'm going to be honest, and this literally will probably still feel insensitive, Um, but they were able to do a ceremony for my niece's high school graduation, um, last May. It was like outdoors, you know, blah, 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 whatever, like whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. and going to that graduation and seeing those high school students hate being there as much as we, I was like, yeah, no, honestly, if people were doing virtual, I like, honestly, it's not like, cause you said that. And I thought for a second, I was like, yeah, there are those kids that missed out. Like specifically like the class of 2020, they missed out, but they got a personal message from Beyonce. I didn't get that. And I would take that message from Beyonce over having to sit in a fucking football field for hours waiting for my name to get called. Listen, I mean that I could spot wherever my family are in the bleachers. No, I don't know anybody that has kids in high school right now. None of my friends are old enough to have high schoolers yet that are graduating. So I only know this storyline from like that one Queer Eye episode where they went to that kid's high school and made their senior year better. So that's the only experience. Queer Eye is going to find the most depressing uh, situation when you throw some sad music over it. It's going to make anything seem worse. No offense, not to diminish, not to diminish queer eye, but no, you know, I, un- I understand editing. totally. Yes, no, I. To- it's a TV show. I understand. Well, let's get back into the TV show of Top Model because 
No, it is getting sexy up in here. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. are getting a lesson in being sexy. Yeah. Um, you know, you are a very sexy lady. What is something that makes you feel sexy? What makes me feel sexy? You know what? Underwear. What, or, Underwear. underwear, like a yeah. cute pair of underwear will make me feel sexy. There you something, go. Something fitted that holds everything together. I get yeah. it. I love it, especially if they were expensive. Some of those, yeah, and they like fit nice. And they make your butt look cute. Like, yeah, that you could wear low rise jeans and have the waistband fill. You know, sit out. I love yeah, that. Or ha- or the strap if it's a tiny little thong because we love those. Yes. Oh, true. True. Mm-hmm. We get this lesson from Raja and Dita Von Teese. How do you think their lesson on being sexy was? Were we living for their sexy lesson? Or, I mean, I think they gave a good lesson, but I don't think the models understood being sexy. Yeah, because I think what they were trying to teach the models in this sexy lesson was like how to like find nuance um how sexiness doesn't necessarily have to be like overt sexuality I think that's kind of where they were going with it um and how to take like an everyday object and make it just like into something that feels sexy um yeah I don't think that the models really did a really great job at doing that, unfortunately. I mean, they were all children. I get I it, mean, but it all, was... Because like, uh, I'm trying to envision me at 18, trying to feel sexy. There was no feeling sexy when I was 18. I mean, I would definitely have been like, Miss J, hit it. And then Don't Show would start playing, and I would just put my hands over my head, and I would be like, sexy. Because <laughs> <laughs> whenever I hear Don't Show by the Pussycat Dolls, I feel very sexy. Oh, for me, it's buttons. Yeah, that's a a good one, too. But I just think the fact that the chorus is, don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Yeah. (laughs) It's just, I mean, mean, that is such a good question. I think you should enter every room with that question, especially if you're trying to feel sexy. I mean, Um, I know I leave a lot of people um, wishing that their girlfriends were as hot as me. So I totally get that. I mean, even at 10 years old, I knew that that song should have been changed to the national anthem. But (laughs) I want to talk to you about one more silly thing before we bring our guest on. And we haven't even talked about the Tyra Banks photo shoots that she does, like that we get to see before panel. No, I'm really Um, excited to talk about this. Yeah, go ahead. Because it's funny because because this one specifically jumped out to me too. Yes. Because, I mean, in the past cycles, we've seen Tyra, like, you know, it almost feels like they pull a stock image of Tyra that kind of resembles what is going on. But this cycle in particular, it seems like they were like, no, Tyra, we need you to come by real quick before sit in this photo and then we're going to make you do it too. And this one is so funny. Tyra's rom-com novel book is called Bankable No More. He stole my heart and my money. Like Tyra. And even the one for uh the the hair weave was hilarious and cuz she the, was like she looked like a, like a Marie Antoinette like Rococo type. Okay. I had kind of I missed this week's because I I watched a couple episodes 
Um, and so I actually confused this week's one for the cover girl space shoot only because she is just sitting on some stairs of a yacht. And it's like her just all like, mm, I'm on a yacht. And she has like sunglasses on. Just like, she looks like she's in like a P. Diddy music video. And I was like, I don't know what this has to do with like space. Like it really doesn't. But I'm just all like, I just like, because <laughs> normally they kind of almost have something to do with the photo. And I was like, this one literally just is not. I was like, Tyra on a yacht in a white dress, just like being hot. I wow. Know. I can't wait to talk see that one next week because I have not gotten that far. But she is really the chaos and production this cycle is so good. But I I mean I digress. One last thing. With look, one thing that I noticed when she was talking to the girls about, you know, at panel, they're like, This week it's all about being sexy. Did you notice that voice? Like Tyra's sexy voice. Like she, when she's like sexy, she was like, um, I guess she talks like a baby. And I was just all like, I don't know in what universe Tyra, someone told you that speaking like an infant equates sexy, but it doesn't. Maybe that's where Z, that's where Z Way got the inspiration for her song called Goo Goo Sexy Baby. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go DM Z Way and see. And I hope that she says that it actually is. So I will go do that right now. We will take a quick break. And when we come back, we will sit down with our extra special guest, the lovely, the sexy, the illustrious Miss Sasha Colby. We'll be right back. So excited to get into this episode, mainly because who doesn't want to get a little sexy up in the gig, you know? The models are tasked with being sexy this episode, and our special guest today is someone who is not afraid to turn up the heat, probably one of the most electric performers that I've ever seen on the stage, a former Miss Continental title holder. Well, actually, I don't even know if that's a... well. Baby, she has a continental crown. I don't even know if you say former or if you are forever a reigning continental. I don't we'll know find team, out. We will find out because let me tell you, she is an icon and iconography is forever. So without further ado, please help me give a wannabe on top welcome to the one, the only, the stunning Miss Sasha Colby. Hi. Hey. Hi guys. How are you? Oh, so good. Thanks for having me. Oh my I'm goodness. I'm so happy. I love me some top model, honey, and I love to be on top. <laughs> yes. yes. And I mean, you are serving us the full 2000s top model fantasy right now. I'm like, giving. You're giving me like top model who like graduated to like hosting TRL. You know, like that became like her gig. She just was like so personable that they were like, not only does she need to be on magazines, but she needs to be on TV too. Like she probably has like a serving. like a Candy's ad or like a Roxy Quicksilver ad out. Oh yes, <laughs> wow, Candy's that wow. took me Candy. back, bitch. That, I wanted to be a Candy's girl. <laughs> that pushed my eyebrows up. I was like. Candy's wow. <laughs> the boot is the whole the whole ad is the boot and then boot. like her head so small. Right, just back. all the way back. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hype Williams to... fish fish camera fish lens. Right, girl, that was the tea. That really just took me back. And so you know, like <laughs> snatched the eyebrows. I started watching that Pammy and Tom. Pam, hmm. not Pammy, Pam and Tommy. <laughs> I love Pammy. Uh, <laughs> Pammy's sickening. Pammy's um, on, on Hulu, and I, yes, I'm like living for those really, really thin, thin brows they got on her. I just watched that too. What a traumatizing experience that is to watch, but that uh, yeah, <laughs> wild. Love. I know, and I one thing that I love about it, for anybody who has to see this, this isn't going to ruin anything, because it's just like, you know, the time, because it's like 95. I love how everyone keeps being like, so, this thing called the internet. Have you heard of the World Wide Web? We oh my can God. distribute, we can do this on the inter- internet, the on a website. And they're all like, a website? And it's just like, <laughs> and it kills me. It kills me. Because I'm like, damn, I feel like um, that's a lot of Gen Zs trying to explain how to operate TikTok to us. Right, right. <laughs> so true. They're oh like, wow. this is how you do a TikTok. We're like, a what? <laughs> Um, slay. Okay, so Sasha, when we have um, guests here on Want to Be on Top, we always, you know, just to break the ice, want to take them on a trip down memory lane. So um, when this season was airing, this episode, it came out October of 2006. So I want you to take us back to October 2006. (laughs) Let us know. What you're wearing, what was your signature hair color, um, who was your celebrity crush, you know, what music you were listening to in your CD player or iPod or MP3 player, what have you. Um, Wait, let me, let me, let me check my, uh, let me check my uh, memories on Facebook. (laughs) 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 Let me see, 2006, that was a a while ago. Um, I think I, well, I, I think I just moved to Chicago. Um, from Hawaii because I graduated in 2002 Mm -hmm. so I ran the first time I ran Continental was 2005 and that was when Erica Andrews stepped down and I did the beautiful people Um, and I was only 21 so I was probably 23 Uh in 2006 22-23 so you could be competing on top model at this point I could yes. be. I mean, I in my head, I was. <laughs> in her head, she's like, I already won. Was like watching. Her. I'm like, ah, you do it like this, guys. Like, come on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was there. Like, age to T. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I doing? I think I was just like, I was just planning to move to Chicago. Um, just started at the Baton. I was always like platinum blonde hair. Like, mm. growing up, I worked, like, I was an apprentice at a salon during high school, so I would, mm. like, play with a lot of hair colors um, yes. before I transitioned. But as soon as I transitioned, it was, like, blonde, platinum, Pam yeah. <laughs> yes, It was, it was Pammy down, down to the little squiggly <laughs> eyebrow. Yes. You know, back then, like, the eyebrows looked like calligraphy. Uh-huh. They just, like, a little, like, <laughs> special, so, old English. Yes. Um, <laughs> what was I listening to? I feel like something emo, like something like super, like, you know, in my head. Because, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm trying to, because I, I also want to say, like, uh, yeah, okay, because 2006, I feel like we were getting a lot of 
like pop punk. I think we're getting a lot of it pop was very punk. it was very uh, a short a glove. Yes. A, a, like a fingerless glove moment. You know, we make had... it put put the belt over a corset, uh, lace yes. <laughs> corset. <laughs> yes. Ooh, remember remember when the girls it was always you had to put the corset over because it was all oh. about the layering. You had to be showing the um um the little like wife beater underneath. What was it? Okay. Was it? it was just la- I think it was like two seasons ago, season five, they were doing like a pinup shoot and they were all just wearing some Santee Alley corsets <laughs> over some wife beaters. Like totally. Oh my god. And mind you, that was my uniform when I first transitioned. It was the yes. the denim, like the low rise denim uh-huh. with a corset. And yes. like a bra or like a yes. corset and like a white beater with it. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Because <laughs> it's all about the layering. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like Hillary Duff goes, you know, goes to rock camp. Yes. Hillary Duff goes to yes, <laughs> Camp Rock with Demi Lovato. Totally. Totally. Period. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. Let's dive into this episode because this episode is entitled The Girl Who Graduates. And there is obviously a lot of attention on the youngest model in the house, our homegirl Brooke, Mm -hmm. um, and how the competition is interfering with her being at home and being able to participate in her high school graduation, which is something that, you know, a lot of people look forward to. Which first, I can't relate. I can't relate. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, just give me the diploma, I'm gone, goodbye. I was like, I I didn't even think I went back to school to get the actual diploma, because they give you like just the envelope. Uh, Yeah, the- Like just the board. Mm -hmm. And it's like a a note that says, come and get it. Like, 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 babes. uh, I'm gonna not come back here. That actually just, it's funny because like, I was so ready to um, um, be out of high school. we, We did get our diplomas at our ceremony, but we didn't get them in college and i remember they said yeah we didn't get them they said i still have not received my college diploma you have to pay i hope i graduated you have to pay money to get it i'm like didn't i already pay y'all enough didn't that come with the tuition and then then they said that if you waited like a year if you needed it immediately and waited a year they would mail it to you they have not you know what i'm gonna tweet columbia college chicago right yeah put that on put that on the notes must call. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still reminder. waiting for my diploma. Can um, you see, I, see me on that? Did I see? <laughs> right. I'm exactly. Um, I, I think I'm a college graduate. Maxwell, did you did you have? Were you excited for your high school graduation experience? Um, for the experience itself, or just to get out of there? I was definitely looking forward to getting out of there. I guess I like. I don't regret doing it, but I definitely could have been like a shorter expir. I feel like I didn't need to go like all the way out to DeKalb to get it. Like I just felt like there was like a lot of production for like me getting a piece of paper. Wait, you had to go out. They didn't just like do it at your school? (laughs) No, my graduating class was like too big and they give everybody like 10 tickets. So they have to fit like 6,000 plus people if everybody had a seat, right? So... Yeah, we have to go all the way to a college stadium situation. Wow. We were, okay. My sister, she had a really big graduating class. And I remember they split 
graduation up by names. Like they split the class in half and just had two ceremonies like on a Saturday. Mine wasn't, it wasn't too big. So we all just had like a regular schmegular ceremony on the football field. Um, but it was like in the middle of the day. So it was hot as hell. And you're wearing polyester. <laughs> these cows, these polyester cows, which do not breathe. So then I remember like when I finally like unzipped to just kind of show off my little outfit because I had this like cute shirt that I like. I was just like drenched in sweat, like down the front. And I was like, let me just zip that right back up. I was like, <laughs> I said, the graduation gown is the look. I was like, and we're sticking to it. <laughs> um, do you remember what you wore to graduation? Oh, something very gay, for sure. <laughs> I, I was so ready to get out of high school. At that moment, I had found dance already. So I was like a full-on like yeah. platinum tipped with pink streaks, yeah. cutting my yes. shirt, like mm. cutting your shirt and putting it back together with safety pins. Absolutely. I think I had one of those <laughs> with like a colorful shirt underneath to really like... Yeah, I was yeah. definitely trying to channel my Kanye West like prep fantasy. That's like definitely what it, it was like. Very Kanye West meets Fonsworth Bentley was what I was working. <laughs> <at my laughs> graduation. Oh That's a moment. Yeah, I remember I had the remember those uh, the studded belts, the silver Ooh, studded yes. belts. Yes, oh my god, that gosh. was there. A few like rubber brand bracelets, I'm sure. Yes, those studded belts. Damn, because then they had all the color combos. They had the white and the black. They had the two silver. They had the pink and the black. They had the green and the black. You know, like you could get all of them. You go to um, the rainbow. Spencer's Only the gayest. Oh bad. yeah, Only the, the gayest of the LGBTQ <laughs> would wear the rainbow one because that yes. was signaling, and you know, not everyone was ready to let everybody know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but okay uh let's get into really well why we are here because the model spent a lot of time this episode focusing on being sexy and one of the uh, one of the first things uh, that the models are asked to do is a photo shoot um with practicing photographer miss tyra banks now this is the model's opportunity to have a more stripped down and raw beauty shot done by tyra this is something that we've seen um before and the models are given um what one would describe today as a julia fox eye and a cat eye contact lens um and had their hair uh back combs for the gods so um what do we think about these little moments that we get Tyra coming in as the black and white um, artistic edgy photographer for these little backyard setups? Now, last time we were talking to Raja from season six when they asked Raja to make the girls cry and she went and got that menthol stick right. and put menthol vapor around all their eyes. So that was our last one. I think I before it. that was the Vaseline shoot on season five where they literally combed Vaseline through Lisa D'Amato's hair. Yes. <laughs> so this time they're like, okay, Julia Fox eye, cat eyelids, it's a back combing, let's go. And they're like, but make it sexy. But make it sexy. Um, I, I, Tyra Ritz, her Ritz, like all of a sudden she's like, <laughs> the photographer but yes. I mean it's really good um, 
like good insight or advice if you actually pay attention to like mm-hmm. what she's telling the girls it's like well you're yeah. getting like like she's giving you immediate critiques so you can fix this so they don't read you Absolutely. at the end so mm-hmm. i thought that was really good some of them like didn't get it right didn't get mm-hmm. that part I think Tyra always does give really good direction when she's mm-hmm. like on set with the models. It's always like really great, great um, hands-on knowledge. I think that, you know, the models kind of performed very typically for how most of them have been through the competition. You know, you had Amanda, who is really timid. Michelle, who is like just really a casual slay the way that she always does. Uh-huh. You know, Melrose giving a lot of effort. Cara D going above and beyond. Um, that pose, that pose <laughs> yeah. that she had, that it was everything. Yeah. It was like emotion. <laughs> it was like the composition was perfect. I love the looks too. And panel Tyra said, too, she was like, I've never seen a girl do what she was doing. She was like growling and making all those noises and getting like very animalistic. And Tyra was like, I've never seen a model do that before. Look, she's committed. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, I guess you aren't haven't been around a lot of really committed models, Tyra. Yeah, Maybe you all need to try harder. Okay. <laughs> Y'all should be hanging like around Carity. some queens, honey. Hanging <laughs> yeah. around some queens. Because Carity's a big old, like, ally. <laughs> right. She'd be doing the prides and stuff. Right. You know what? I would love to see Carity do a number at brunch. Because you know she would give Because you know what? Brunch is when the girls really be giving the give. You know? Like, that's when we be seeing all the iconic videos. Girls really be going all out on brunch. <laughs> and I was just like, Carity is that kind of girl. Yeah. I love a good brunch. I love, so, okay. a, I love a good brunch slay. <laughs> Who do y'all think, just like of the girls, you know, because they, these photos were brought up at panels. So let's just kind of like talk about them like really, really quick. Who do you think, in your opinion, did the best? Who was the strongest? Um, and I say be. strongest because I just don't think that any of them give me sexy. So, I mean, I'm not going right. to... Whose picture came out great. (laughs) They definitely give spooky. Definitely don't give sexy. Yeah. I like Anshul's a lot. But I think it's just because I think the contacts look really cool. Her face is just beautiful. Yeah, she looks like Scar from Lion King. So great, yeah. With, like, facial reconstruction. Like, Scar without the... Scar before the Scar. With FFS. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? She would do it, too. She really would. I see that for Scar. Scar Now that you mention it, for sure. Uh She's like, and now I'm just Scar. <laughs> well, the like, hyenas are basically his band of twinks, so yeah. this is all coming together. Yes, um, yeah, but yeah. I, no, I read. So that, and that's just the thing with Anshal. She's so damn beautiful. I say it all the time. I mean, I okay. So I feel like if I was going to hang one of these up in my house as art, I would choose. As art, I low-key want to look say uh, Eugenia's. Eugenia's really... is the one that I would hang up as art in my house, too. Mm. Yeah, like, that may not be giving me, like, f- fashion, quote-unquote, like Tyra would want, but, like, that it's... is, like, it's eerie. Like, yeah, I love... it's giving... It's the most, like, emotive, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Like, it gives it gives you a feeling more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the only one that you can feel an emotion. Very true. Yeah. 
All right, well, look, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about the surprise visit that these models get in their journey to becoming more sexy and this sickening photo shoot. We'll be right back. are back and we are chatting with the gorgeous, the sickening Miss Sasha Colby. And we are talking about this sexy themed episode of Cycle 7 of America's Next Top Model. So after um, this black and white, edgy, creepy, sexy photo shoot, um, the models get a lesson, a visit, and a lesson from none other than our sister, Miss Raja Gemini. Now, on the show, we are very um, accustomed to seeing Sutan, the makeup artist, but this is when, you know, we get introduced to Raja. And not impersonating Tyra Banks, but presenting Raja's own personal dragon persona. I love this moment. Oh, yes. And then and then Raja brings on Dita Vontese, not to... Uh, discredit Miss Tease, but I mean, I, I also, I just have a personal connection. I love Raja. Um, and so Raja brings out Miss Dita. Miss Dita, she does a lovely little strip tease with her martini glass, you know, very Dita Von Tease. Um, and then they kind of put the models through a exercise on how to utilize props and just kind of be sexy on stage and have a good stage presence so um do you think that this was a a valuable lesson like a good lesson for the models to apply to their modeling um and if so can you recall anybody in in uh your time Sasha that really taught that you felt really taught you how to be sexy I mean I think it's definitely uh a necessity to know because it's your instrument, you know, it's your body, it's your face. Mm-hmm. And uh, sexy is so, I feel like almost like it's very personal. Like sometimes mm-hmm. for some people, like for me, sexy is strong mm-hmm. and powerful and like mm-hmm. kind of kick ass. Um, for some people, they just see it like as like raunch, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, like you, you have this tool and you have to know how much to use the tool, you know, like yes. you can't just like, you have all these tools in your, in like your, your toolbox. Right. Yeah. But if you don't know how to use them correctly or how, when not to use it, like you'll be screwing in or hammering a nail with a screwdriver or something, you know, you're not going to be using the right thing. Oh, that's not how you do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. what the handyman is supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, that's what that's what the task rabbit is for. <laughs> right, right. Nowadays, uh, girl, I do be sitting back like I could <laughs> try to do that, or I could pay somebody seventy five dollars oh, to do it. I'm I'm phone me. a friend for sure. Hello. Lifeline. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Literally 
finally convinced a friend to help us like move a countertop yesterday. Uh-huh. I was like, you wanna have you wanna do something kind of fun and quirky that you don't <laughs> normally do? Can you please come help us like roll this countertop to the other side of this garage? Thanks. Oh my god. See, and I and I'll just bribe them. I'll be like, I'll get you a meal. I'll like buy you a drink. Baby, I will feed you. <laughs> I, I will yes, I will bribing. get you a drink. Right. I will get you some Uber Eats. Yeah. Like best best believe. Um so in this in this challenge with Miss Dita Von Tees, uh, did we have anybody that felt like a standout? I know that they said that they were impressed with Melrose. Mm-hmm. Um, this was really like one of her were episodes. They? Were they, they yeah. yeah, I felt like this was. They were definitely like. Oh, because after they yes, because then you know after they did this challenge, they had to go. Um, and do their other challenge mm-hmm. because they, um, I guess this yeah. would also be, it's because no one really won. No one really won the little, it was a sexy lesson. And then they had the mini challenge um, yes. where the models get Tyra mail that says, um, mama said you keep your elbows off the table, but she said nothing about feet. And so the models find out that they will be <laughs> participating in a runway show in the middle of a dinner party because why not? Um, this <laughs> challenge, first of all, I was looking at these outfits. Oh my God. I said, what in the Snooky is happening? The, the wet seal of it all? The wet seal of it all? <laughs> the American apparel clearance bin of it oh, all? Like The wide-leg denim gaucho pants? Like, that Bitch. is a time <laughs> capsule if I have ever seen anything. Just about. hands, like, on, right. like, the lower hip, like, walking out. <laughs> Those long necklaces, you know, like, long. I, I actually have it playing in the background right now to just to like watch it and like feel it oh my gosh the, it's just the like, style choices are so great the, <laughs> the, the what what would you call this the 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 the, the poof oh, the bouffant the little pompadour bouffant the, yeah. the pompadour yeah. moment it's get- it's giving hot topic bachelorette party meets like roller rink it is heinous and and then they give them all these like wacky props that they have to work and i live for um homegirl uh uh from the modeling um agency uh i can't remember her name but she critiques eugene and is like she was doing way too much with that tray it was just too much i was like y'all gave this bitch a tray and made her what what the hell is she supposed to do with it but me me walking over food isn't hard isn't too right that's not too much (laughs) one of the guests was like i'm afraid these girls are gonna fall on us why are (laughs) y'all here what about the fact that that runway isn't even that long like that isn't really that much of a banquet table there's only like eight people at yeah, the whole table yes. yeah you get like four steps and you have to go and like pivot and walk back like what it's like it's a and gentle also it like, would look like a slippery table too it's a cafeteria table <laughs> <laughs> whose idea was this for real like i want to know uh, yeah because I, I cannot imagine <laughs> i literally can't imagine a scenario where I would want to go to a dinner table, I mean, a dinner party at some house in Los Angeles, and then halfway through 
have a whole bunch of poorly dressed models come and walk all around my dinner plates. No, thank you. How <laughs> oh do you think gosh. they got people to sit at that table? I was like, say, what was, was like the a, call? Was it a casting network? Was it an actor's access call? Or like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, was it that? Or were those just like some other people that were on staff? Were those like some uh, managers you're here. on the crew? They're like, um, can you just bring a semi, uh, 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 a dressy casual look to work tomorrow no 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 bring your bring your bring your blacks too but just for this one scene we need you to 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 like try on something a little bit dressy cash um and okay so in this challenge melrose wins again Um, yes and she did she did a really good job and naturally the models are just all like girl whatever we're like, we ain't feeling you. So go ahead. With Car- your Carity was, or whatever. Carity was not happy. She was like, no. She gave me an Aja to Valentina moment. She's like, why not? <laughs> She's like, I'm sick of this girl winning all these challenges. <laughs> um, so, in the spirit of sexy, continuing on on this week's episode. Um, we have the main photo shoot challenge. Um, and in the spirit of sex, the models are asked to pose for the covers of romance novels. And not only will they be on these covers, but they will be posing with none other than romance novel legend himself, Fabio, shot by the one and only Randy St. Nicholas. Now, I love that we're getting a lot more um, women photographers, I feel like, this season. I'm, like, I feel like this is probably our second or third already this season, and normally on Top Model, you will be lucky to get one, so it's like, come through. Um, so let's, okay. First of all, thoughts on this concept. Like, I don't know about you, but I would love 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 oh. to pose for a romance novel cover i would have lived i mean i would i lived for when i would see it like in the stores and stuff but <laughs> it's so good it's so like ultra feminine and like yeah i just feel like marabou and satin you know luxuriating <laughs> 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 like, I wanted more from wardrobe, but I love this concept. I wish that the girls looked more regal. I know some of them were not supposed to look regal, but I still felt like there should have been more. But you you really feel the you feel the budget when you look at the different clothes. You really feel the budget of the show. (laughs) Um, What would your romance novel cover be like? What would your character with Fabio be? I feel like like shipwrecked or like Ooh. Yeah, like like washed ashore. Yes, you know? I already like, see the trashy. very like Ariel Little Mermaid like <laughs> wet kind of like moment when she first comes on shore and like just like actually wraps that beautiful strapless moment <laughs> with the ropes that's like you know kind of cut. And Fabio um, just living. Yes. He's like my you, pirate swashbuckling. Right. You just like the treasure. in his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Come catch me. <laughs> what would what would yours be, Shay? Um I feel like mine. I'm okay. I'm I'm like imagining some sort of like equestrian fantasy for some reason 
So some type of like horse and stable moment. And I I feel like I would imagine myself being some like bougie bitch who's going like, oh wait, no, they don't use horses for that, or do they? <laughs> I'm mixing up all my <laughs> references. Because <laughs> I was thinking like fox hunting where they go out and they wear those cute little red jackets, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They do horses. Like this, yeah, they horses. do. Because, yeah, they got to yeah. get on those horses and yeah, go they find the foxes, the foxes. But they send yeah. out the little bloodhounds to, like, sniff them out, right? Like London Fog vibes. Yes. Ooh. Very that. And it's just like, we're kind of, like, in this stable, you know? And I'm like, there's, like, there's maybe hay. a horse washing. Yeah. The there's, like, hay in the back and, you know, <laughs> trying to, like... Not in the stables, like you know, we're in. Somebody will catch us, you know. And, and he's the stable boy. Yes, yes, yes. stable boy. That's and like, power. I definitely am like probably going to be like married off to somebody that I'm not into. But like, stable boy is like hot because he gets his hands dirty and all that. And I'm just so like, you know, um, I'm like, you can put on my saddle or we could ride bareback. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Max? What would your what would yours I would, be? I would definitely probably run off to like the jungle because I've just spent a oh. lot of time like with my plants this morning. I'm looking at your guys's plants behind you. I would yes. definitely just like be the lady who ran off in the jungle and just never came back. I'm seeing very like Katy a Perry roar video. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would be <laughs> very me, Tarzan fantasy. I love that Ooh. one. I, I love. I love. You're so Jane. That'd be hot. That'd be hot. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Jane. I am so Jane. You're so Jane. Uncut Jane. Uncut Jane. Well, it was first my book. Now it's, it's, it's first my memoir. A masterpiece. <laughs> just, I'm really super, I'm not, I'm superstitious. Superstitious. Oh my gosh. I think that like, honestly, when we first started talking about Julia Fox on this um, podcast, we were like legitimately poking fun at her, but now uh-huh. we actually live. I feel like She's... we fully come around. We didn't, oh gosh, I see, that's what I love about our community we love some camp yeah we, and like, we will, love we will the... poke fun at first and then we'll be like wait a second but why do i it's like it's kind this? of slay yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of slay <laughs> and then i know it's so like she called the paparazzi in like her latest post like obviously it's like a pictorial <laughs> of the same like low cut high no I shirt uh-huh. but i'm a, I, I liked them all. I double cleaned them all. <laughs> 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 so she would see that I liked every picture in her. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's just so transparent. It's so fun. Like, it's just like, that's who you right. are, girl. I love it. It's right. refreshing. After it being, is like, because I think um, a lot of times people put a lot of effort into curating a very specific version of themselves online that seems mm. so, you know, perfect and aspirational, but there's just something much more human about watching someone that's not afraid to be messy and yeah. wear weird eye makeup and show up to the red carpet stoned out of their mind with like red <laughs> eyes and just be like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but like that, like I was like, God, that, like she can't like pretend like that's her. And right. I think that's what like, it's so great. Like, oh no, bitch, you're just fucking like living. You're living yes. right now. 
Okay. You're on the <laughs> <laughs> Yachting oh for gosh. days. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of yawning for days oh my gosh um, i'm, 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 I'm looking at one of the first photos up in this series from our um romance novel covers and Ooh. our first girl up on the chopping block this week is amanda now amanda's theme was that she was a woman leaving her man for another woman Ooh. Um, this, I don't see it. I don't feel like the yearning of going where her body's going, like, or that there's even somebody else. It's like, she's like, Hey, can I check your temperature? (laughs) Like, can I feel your pulse? It just seems very, she's just looks like she's been massaging his shoulders for forever and she's tired. But how is like Fabio slaying? Oh, so, like, uh, always. Fabio's like, like the I, pin spot of light. <laughs> right. Fabio's like, like, I will find my light and I will slay. I will slay. Uh, Miss Miss Twiggy thought that um, Amanda's innocence is really what made the photo sexy. Um, but I don't know. It's it's not um, it for me. I do like her highlighter though, on the cheek, that like lavender. It is cute. It is I said, cute. hey, you know. I mean, looking back at the, the the ugly, sexy, pretty, scary photo, and this, it's not a strong week for Amanda, does it feel like? Yes. Okay, next we have Kara D, who is a peasant woman who is in love with a rich man. Mm. Um, I think that Kara D did fantastic on this. I think mm-hmm. that you could see the longing in her eyes, like, oh my God, I wish I had money like you. It's the giving. Arms, the arm feels de- like detached. It feels so awkward. Like the if one she on the had branch like, that yeah, she's she was just to. like clutching him, it would feel more like I need you and everything you have kind of thing. Where this just seems like, it just seems so weird. But like you know, her she's whole like, body, I'm just holding on lovely. to this branch for right. um, moral support because <laughs> society says that I, a broke woman, don't deserve you. And, uh, and do you love that she's technically leaning on Tyra Banks's name for support? <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> she's like, help me, Tyra. I see you, I Tyra. You. I got you. She said, "I need." She said, "Only the financial support of one hundred thousand dollars will help me to bag my man. Can you help?" <laughs> she said, "Tyra, please." Um, they really liked Kara D uh, mm-hmm. at panel because I think it was clear. Because honestly, this 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 challenge is really just about getting into the vibe and um, acting through mm-hmm. it. Um, and Kara D definitely nailed it there. Um, Next up, we have Anchal, who is playing Cleopatra. And I think that she looks absolutely gorgeous. I, a slave for me. Like, she's I mean, chewing out Fabio. Absolutely. And well, she's, do we think- Tyra said the booty tooch thing, but I like it. Like, I don't feel it's vulgar at all. Tyra just 
Yeah, I don't agree with Tyra at all. I did agree with her then. I remember watching it years ago. I didn't agree with her back in 2006. I don't agree <laughs> with her now. Because, like, a lot of those girls weren't given. And Anshaw was like, let me arch this she back. Was like, and let me show face. Fabio what a real woman feels like. She's like, he been, he been laid up against a pile of remotes all day. She's okay. like, let me show him. It was the only one like, that was, she was like, so like probably giving it a real to him. Yeah, I love like remotes. <laughs> what Just, about this makeup on Fabio? Um, whoever did this makeup on him, um, it is prison. The electric um, chair. I just don't know why they did it going downward. It made him look so sleepy and sad. That should have been going up, just like yeah. Aunt Charles. Um, and Aunt Charles was beat. That cut creases everything. I'm like, Raja it's, it's did lovely. that shit. He, just, he, he looks like a good prop, which is what the model would want. Make him Absolutely. feel, make it look like she's glowing in the middle. Um... Next, we have Melrose, who was a madam in a brothel, lady of the night. Um, killed it. What do you say? Yeah, I live. Killed I it. love the body. I love the yearning. I love right. Like, she is both face. holding on to him and pushing him away at the same time. I'm like... Yes. Babes, we love internal conflict. Yes. You know? <laughs> that gives us something like, to talk about. That that jawline is just cutting. I like, know. She's so, so breathy. You could tell like mm-hmm. the breath that she's like taking into. It's just like yeah. giving. Really this photo good. is moving. Like literally it's, it, it's yes. like it is a snapshot yeah. of an act. Yes. For but he's real. Her, it's like it's motion. I love it. Like, if I were, um, like, tripping on, like, a psychedelic, I would definitely see this image moving, <laughs> you know? Even with the typeface, I could see the little Tyra Banks letters just like... <laughs> 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 For anyone who's ever done psychedelics, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, do we agree with Tyra? Because during panel, she c- says that Melrose is being like too obviously sexy. No. And do, do or no. is that a reach? Like it's a reach. I honestly, I feel like I there there. I feel like there are very few times in the world of top model where they have told a girl that she was being too sexy, and I agree. Normally, I feel like they're missing. I normally I just feel like they're just being slut shamey. That's normally what it just feels like. They're like, it's just like it just looked like you were enjoying yourself, being a sexual being too much, and like that's like not what we want. Like we want you to appear to be. You, it's a fine line <laughs> of you appearing sexy and as a sexual object, but like not knowing that you are and not really wanting to be that sexy because being that sexy is kind of skanky. Yeah, the shame. You're like, you're like, wait, hold on. You're like, you, okay. you put me in a, you just put me in a bra and told I'm me like, to get breathy with this guy. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. am, and the whole, the whole, episode is about sexiness and then don't you sexy right i'm like and i remember specifically you miss tyra 
on the cover of Sports Illustrated and that itty bitty bikini pulling that bikini down even lower. The show I'm like, now, now what was that? What was, was that, that giving? <laughs> was that easy, sexy, Tyra? <laughs> right? Nearly taking off your bikini bottoms on camera? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Next up, we have our girl, Eugenia. And they're supposed to be secret lovers caught in the act. Um, I don't know what was going on um, here. I think this was another one of those where I don't know. It's it's so weird. It's such yeah. a weird. It you could tell that they didn't have tight. the chemistry. You could tell she that was they over were it, honey. Uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, I don't like that they made her look like an indentured servant. I didn't like that. Uh, so what, and I didn't uh, like I how said, she uh, wasn't lit. Everyone else's yeah. faces are lit but hers. Like, where's like, the spot? Y'all didn't have no business making Eugenia look like this. It's yeah. y'all's fault. <laughs> that is your own damn fault. Yeah. Um, but the fabric on the Shays Lounge looks luxurious it's beautiful i love the beautiful <laughs> beautiful it looks like a so, baroque of painting of the whole picture of the whole picture we love the fabric <laughs> i mean kudos to right. that well, yeah art direction y'all did that <clears throat> i'll turn that color combination out right um okay last but not least we have Miss Brooke, who was begging her man not to leave her. This would have been my least. I would not have been happy to get this one. Who the hell wants to beg for somebody? Right. Maybe oh. I'll catch feelings. I catch flights. Top <laughs> model facts. Right. I, 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 so I like the composition them. of it. <laughs> I think like far away, like they said, it looks great. Mm-hmm. But like when you get up in it, it's like just because like it, it looks cool from far away yeah they use that I think beautiful fabric again on the stairs good job um art department with that <laughs> love love um a miss I... on the fit of that vest on fabio though the art direction Eesh. definitely didn't get the fit on that right no but he looks like the star in the picture like it looks yeah. like i guys sitting in it she um yeah, she's not giving. I don't think Brooke has. Brooke is like, look, I have never begged anybody a day in my life, and you can tell. <laughs> Brooke is somebody who has not been told no much in her life, and she's like, I don't even understand what that emotion is like. <laughs> well, to Tyra, like, to Tyra Banks, you. I mean, this is all acting. You've also never, um, you know, what did she say to Michelle when yeah. she was oh, like, well, yeah, you've also <laughs> never been to a black hair show and you've also hopefully have never been bulimic and you also have like never i was just so like girl shut up tyra <laughs> i'm like it's not like, i think it's a cop out no i just think it's like the girls don't want to feel that like subjectified or that like push to doing something that they just don't feel comfortable maybe they yeah. have to shed it if they want to be a model and but the, like and... looking at it with our lens now it's like like you didn't tell her the right critique you know right 
Like you're like, you're obviously not comfortable with your sexuality and and mm. you'll work on that. And that's something you'll grow. But don't be like, bitch, you better fake it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like I do when I was 15. Like, I'm like, okay, we're not going to have certain 15. experiences <laughs> to match up with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even though I'm sure Tyra had never Ooh. maybe even been with uh, a man intimately when she like first started modeling, I'm sure like her and her friends like were like, oh my God, well, if you were like making so, out with so the pillow, and, like, yeah, yeah. making out with a pillow, you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, also, let I me see those pictures, Tyra. I had an interesting okay. thought, like, it, it, and I hope it didn't like sleep my brain because I'm stone, but <laughs> I guess her the whole idea of like oh like you haven't done this like you know just like fake it and stuff but it's like i totally forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like too just even in the realm of like faking it you need something to compare it to and some people can't they don't have enough experiences to compare it to and that's i feel like what sometimes like tyra forgets or leaves out you know but I digress. At the end, it was our girl, Brooke, who wound up getting sent home um, on the night of her graduation. How No, the best was, produced. the best was Tyra goes, I know that you're missing your, <laughs> your graduation tonight, but do you realize how many people would want to be you right mm -hmm. now? Like, right. what, going home? Yeah, right. <laughs> how many people would want to be exiting the competition right now? Like, this, girl, this is not my. I don't think a lot of girls want to be fucking told they're going to be home. leaving. Yeah, going home on like, graduation oh, when they to came have in me there. ruin your whole graduation experience. Right, well, and I'm. <laughs> I think a lot. I think a lot of the reason she was so upset is because I really didn't think she was going home because Eugenia had been in the bottom so many times at that point. I think that was like her third time in the bottom. Oh, I think Eugenia or Jade. Well, yeah, no, Eugenia. I think that was maybe because no, Eugenia was Jada. Sorry, Jada had been in the bottom. I think three times at this point. Well, she had been in the bottom. I think the first episode, Eugenia, and then with Monique as well. So yes. she, this is like our third time. So I'm sure and Brooke was like, "What the fuck on my graduation <laughs> night? This is the night." They're like, like absolutely because that's what production had planned for you all along. The whole time. They're like, when are you graduating? Well, yeah, what night are you graduating again? The what? They're like, just going to make a vote Thursday? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, look. We actually happened to have an elimination that night. And we usually film during the day, but... We usually film during the day, but we'll push it back to the night. Just that one night. So really... So you can't even make it, okay? Absolutely, drive it home. Okay, look, we're gonna take a um, quick break and pour one out for our sweet rapping diva, Miss Brooke. Um, and when we come back, we will be chatting more with Miss Sasha Colby. We'll be right back. Back here chatting with Miss Sasha Colby. Uh, we were talking about our dear friend Brooke, who departed, and um, 
how she's also a lovely member of the community. And I was just about to say, you know, I love her like short blonde haircut, which literally just made me think of Jojo Siwa getting her short blonde haircut, going through her Miley Cyrus bangers era. Have you not seen it? So cute. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were shaking your head like, what haircut? No. <laughs> I um, live. Go ahead, Jojo Siwa. Get your short haircut, girl. You know she's about to fuck shit up. You you know when, like, (laughs) early 20-something white girl cuts her hair short and it's, like, blonde like that, you know she's about to fuck shit up. I'm about to be in her. Either she's going to be pink or she's going to be Kate (laughs) Gosselin. She'll be Long Island medium in a second, honey. You know what I just realized? Why hasn't she been a guest judge on Drag Race? They probably can't afford her. They probably afford her. I said, look, I remember um, Cardi B saying that JoJo Siwa got a really high booking fee. She said that she's like, she'd be costing more than some of you rappers. She's She was trying to get JoJo Siwa for her daughter's birthday party. And she said, hey, girl. Damn, even Cardi hell. was like, no, no thank you. <laughs> even we'll, Cardi we'll was like, the, I can't we'll afford that. <laughs> <laughs> Track two, boo. <laughs> look, oh, I'm gosh. trying and to get on the JoJo Siwa level. It's kind of crazy because uh, I was doing a gig in Houston a couple months ago, and we were just staying at this random hotel downtown. And so there was like a couple of restaurants and like some sort of theater or like stadium. Mm-hmm. And in our hotel, and like in a five mile radius, was all JoJo Siwa like fans, the kids, the moms, all dressed up with the side pony oh, and the glitter and the, the everything. A sea of them everywhere you go, every restaurant. That girl was selling it out. You hear me? I, and I you know what? I live all them tickets for all these kids, their friends, and their moms. Yes, <laughs> see in the merch. A, they're they're right. going crazy. It's like you know what I realize is it actually is really important to tap into that like little kid market. Because they need guardians to bring them to the concerts. Yeah. The guardians need a friend to help them tolerate all these kids. Cause like they're gonna, cause like the little kids gonna want to bring all their friends. Like, I feel like for each child that is like a fan, you're literally gonna at least have to get four people to come for like that one child. And it looked like that. It looked like they were all like friends or Uh maybe they like talk to each other on a Facebook like group, you know. But oh, there were so many, are... and the moms were in it. Like, the moms <laughs> were more than the kids, you know what I mean? And the moms right. all look the same. You know, they look like, like, they were probably, like, I mean, they're definitely dance moms, but they were, like, cheerleaders. Or, you <laughs> yes. know. Like, <laughs> yes. And they're, like, squad. I'm living my fantasy. Yes, they're all, like, little me like loving it right now. The side pony. I wonder um, if they all cut, will they all cut their hair? Right. Well, all the fans now cut their hair to look like JoJo. Right. Like, what are they going to Are gonna they going to rock the old, like, pony? Little side pony. You know what? I've, you, I see, I want to know is now are we going to get the JoJo Siwa wig era? Are we going to get that? Oh. Are we going to get JoJo Siwa in, like, some installments? Like, you Ooh. know what I'm saying? I'm kind of ready for JoJo Siwa to start coming out some Doji Cat ass wigs. <laughs> like,. <laughs> I'm so here for it. Oh my god, just coming out with like the hair like in the shape of like her astrological side. Yes, absolutely. 
I'm ready for her <laughs> to like that. come out with like a hairstyle, like a, a unit that looks like your hair right now, but like pink, you know, like <laughs> give it to me. Give me some long, give me some long blonde Donatella inches like down the back. Sort of like, let me see um, Judge Siva in some inches, but um, I digress. Because we were on the subject of dance moms. And speaking of dance moms, um, not only, this is my attempt at a segue, not only are you an incredible dancer, but we got to know one of your daughters, Miss Carrie Colby, this uh, past season on RuPaul's Drag Race. And she spoke to the world about your iconic legacy being a continental title holder and winner. You snatched the crown back in 2012. And so for our listeners out there who aren't familiar with continental, which is one of the biggest pageant systems in the entire world, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey? What got you into pageantry and what led you um, on to slaying your way to being Miss Continental 2012? Um, yeah, I mean, like Continental was it before Drag Race and, you know, it being like a, a, like a click away on your phone, on your screen. Uh-huh. Um, you have to like search for drag. Kids, yes. I'm gonna get all yes. the over here. Well, I'm a millennial, like yes. well, I'm an '80s baby, but like you had to find the drag. There was no YouTube's and stuff, so you had to um, I remember watching like videotapes in high school from like mm-hmm. my drag mom, and like they would give they Hawaii was wrapped up and already like in continental, uh-huh. so there was like already like buzz and people who have gone and done like pa- the pageants all from Hawaii, so. It just seemed like the natural, like going to, to like win that because like I, like I was like I'm gonna make this be my career, uh-huh. and I'm like I'm gonna like do this for a living. I want to perform. Like I've always been a dancer and like been training, but could never like do the professional dancer gig. You know, like it wasn't mm-hmm. really. I was still trying to find my way, like mm-hmm. transitioning and all that. But drag just seemed like the natural thing for me to like utilize what I know in dance, mm-hmm. and then like performing. And being like the goddess, <laughs> but I mean, uh, the only way to get out and like actually have this be an actual career, I would have to get to the mainland from Hawaii, and the way out was running Continental. So that's the way you got your name out in the drag community, mm-hmm. um, and then you started to book and stuff. And I was really lucky that the owner of Continental also owns the Baton, Jim Flynn, mm-hmm. in Chicago, and. He asked me to uh, join the cast after I competed once, yes. um, which was like amazing. That was that like I was mm-hmm. like, it was like drag college, you know, yes. drag one hundred and one. I haven't gotten a diploma from there either. <laughs> I didn't get a crown though. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I started there, and that's like a five nights a week, three shows a night. You're doing like two numbers each show, plus an opening, closing, and middle. So you're on like stage for 15 times mm-hmm. in a night. Mm-hmm. And you really learn how to like change fast, like do your makeup fast and all this kind of thing that really helps now. Yes. Um, that drag is like this insane monster now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, the, the show at the baton really is like the blueprint for shows like Drag Race Live, where you go out and you see a whole bunch of numbers, group things. Uh, uh, It's just 
fanciful, it's magical. You know, the Bataan is is been an institution in Chicago for decades. Um, and Continental, obviously, being such a amazing story. And, 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 and you really did nail it on the head when you said, like, you used to have to really go out and search for drag. Um, now, for all y'all out there, you can find a lot of the older continental pageants now on YouTube. People have taken yeah. the VHS tapes, girl, and uh-huh. they have uploaded them on YouTube. They you can have. even tell because sometimes there's like this that little tape kind of like yeah. <laughs> but oh my god, if y'all ever want to give yourself a treat, honestly, just like binge watch all of these categories, the gowns, the presentation, like you will see talent, the best- the old school talent. Girl, you will see the best drag you have yeah. ever seen. Like we are just talking about absolute icons and legends who have really inspired and have led and just opened doors for so many girls nowadays that I don't think, you know, there's so many styles and aesthetics that you see represented through Continental that so many queens borrow from. Like, ugh, oh my gosh, the jewelry alone <laughs> in '90s Continental, the jewelry oh alone. The 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 it's so fun to watch. You can tell. Like, I love watching because drag has always been a mirror on pop culture, on mm-hmm, fashion, mm-hmm. on current things. You know, we that's yes. that's our inspiration, and you can see what drag was in the decades, mm-hmm. like how like the gowns in the eighties were like dynasty <sighs> beads, yes. you know, and they look like like not slanting dynasty all those yes. things, and then you mm-hmm. then you saw it like turn and get. The models were now supermodels. Yes. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like clean and streamlined and new glare back then. Yes. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. And I love watching, like, and you can tell, like, where drag was. Like, it was an interesting time, like, in the 2000s, like, the uh-huh. early 2000s with drag. Uh-huh. Like, it go, it was getting very, I, I think, real, like, real. like, this universe pageants, like, yes. doing this USA, like, those kind of pageants was very highly influencing the, like, the taffeta gown choices and like yes. the chiffons and things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, but it was a moment. It was a moment. At least it wasn't an extra long tank top, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> because they with would be statement, rad. With a statement necklace. With a long no. statement necklace, yes. The, the hair was fierce back then too, honey. Ooh, yes. Ooh. There was a moment where we all had lobes on our heads. It's just yes, lobes. Yes, <laughs> Sculpted. Uh, I mean, girl, just the a turbans, flaw. honey. Yes. Hair turbans, I call them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, gosh. And some of those really nice frozen, like, especially back in the <gasps> 90s, those frozen Ooh. curls that just. The freeze ones. Yes. Yeah. Like, you could just knock on like, all that. Amazing. So. It's just all coming back now, which is so crazy. <laughs> And I mean, I feel like now we do, we have so many um, amazing uh, different evolutions, like you said, that we've seen um, of drag throughout the years. Um, How has your experience as someone who's been a professional entertainer throughout all these different um, evolutions of drag, how how have you found your evolution of Sasha coinciding with this? as well um 
I I really love where it is now. Like I'm, uh, you know, it's it's about being relevant, staying mm-hmm. relevant, staying current, staying not like kind of stuck in like what you think your drag was when you were like like mm-hmm. felt that you were the most sickening. Like to yeah. be able to navigate and still like inspire the younger people who are like turning it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a real testament. Um, hopefully I get younger as I get older. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The drag evolution, the, the makeup is definitely, I mean, I, this is the era of like the units and like actually like beat face. Like there's no excuse. The hair uh-huh. back in the day, these pageants, I give the girl credit that came out in a shiny old wig that was just fresh <laughs> out of the bag. I'm like, but you couldn't find that nowhere. <laughs> Right. That little, little three bang. Yes. <laughs> you tell her shit. Yes. No. It's like I feel like like right now the you could take a pop star, an influencer, and a drag entertainer, and they really the girls are looking all like each other. Yeah. You know. It's Very. really, yeah. I feel like we're, we're right now kind of in that pop star era of drag uh-huh. where, like, that's what we, because, like, we're all working with the same designers, the same wig artists yeah. and hair Isn't people. that wild? <laughs> I know. That's so wild. And I then just know. to know that we, like, to have uh, drag, which was so fringe and such, like, a, you know, like uh-huh. a fringe art form, to be making trends, being part yeah. of, like, you know, Pop culture, culture, yeah. right? Have the have the pop because it's like it used to be that it's like you know the girls were all imitating the pop stars, yeah. And now the pop stars everyone's are imitating the girls, yeah. We're yeah. all imitating each other, and, and everyone's like, like a star. No one's like looking exactly. up to anybody. Everyone's just being like sick, <laughs> right? We're all like, hey, girl, <laughs> you're cute, you're cute. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so look, it is about to be Hot Girl Summer 2022. Sasha, do you have any fun plans, shows, parties, or events, or even vacations coming up anytime soon? She she would love a vacation, honey. She would love a little beach or like a little sand, a little sun. Um, But, I mean, it is summer. Mm Mm-hmm. Bitch, we out of a pandemic. Right. <laughs> every pride is going on, and they've yeah. added another week to every pride. <laughs> right. So, I mean, needless to say, as you will, I'll be working a lot. Yeah. So, just, mm-hmm. you know, follow me at Sasha Colby on all the social media, and you can find out where I am. But if you're in L.A., come kick it with me. Right. Yes. Yes. And I will. Um, did you have fun today, Sasha? I did. This is so nice. This is um, so fun. Thank you so much for coming. It was so and... good to see you or like yes, just so to to hang out with you. It was so like I've seen you forever. Well, look, I'll be um, in yeah. LA for the whole month of May, just running around. I'm gonna be in these streets, girl. So you know, let's kick it. You know, we, I feel we might be passing. We might be yes. passing by. Get some brunchy brunch, something. Some brunch and some blunt. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. A little B and B brunch show coming on. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I'd be like the oldest brunch Ooh, girl. Brunch. 
Need the food sales would be those. through the roof. You yeah. need to get a commission. You'd need a right. commission on Not the meals. Not the bar sales, the... but on the food sales. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know, like... I, I was just at uh, in San Francisco like two weeks ago. And we went to uh-huh. like a weed lounge where you buy it. It's like a dispensary. Mm-hmm. You buy mm-hmm. it. And then you just go in and you smoke like at a booth. And yeah. there's all these different parties. And then you're like, people are just bringing around a dab machine. And everyone's hey. just like putting all their weed that they got. And it's just. We love that. I need that. And now you just got to bring here. brunch there. Yeah. <laughs> and then do a brunch show, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> well, thank you like so much a, for joining us. I'm sitting us. on a gold mine here. <laughs> Hell no, girl. The and, wheels are and, and look, we have it on record here, so can't nobody come in and say it. We, we literally have it on record. So <laughs> y'all heard it here first. It has been so much fun chatting with you today, Sasha. And like everybody, uh, go and follow Sasha Colby on all her socials at Sasha Colby. And thank you uh, for listening. And remember, <clears throat> if you guys have any top model facts or questions or you know you just want to say hi to me and maxwell or our guests you could send us an email to be on top pod at gmail.com now remember to subscribe to want to be on top wherever you listen and make sure that you rate and review the show because it helps us grow my name is shane coulet and i'm maxwell esposito and as always the question remains Want to be on top? Want to be on top is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model or any other show's creators, producers, or distributors. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. To listen to Want to be on top? Ad-free and Monday early. Sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Make sure to follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcasts on social and rate and review Wanna Be On Top. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch. I said five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wanna Be On Top is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom, hosted by Shea Coulee, produced by Maxwell Esposito, editing and sound design by Will Pitts, executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.